Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of the First Lady of Nutrition podcast. And I'm your host, Anne Louise Gittleman. And as many of you know, I've been labeled the First Lady of Nutrition. Why? Because I've authored over 35 books. That's why. And I'm also in a multi-award winning New York Times bestseller. I've represented over 12 nutritional companies as a product spokesperson. And I have been in the business for over 40 years. So that makes me have a very good perspective of the biggest and brightest stars and those with the most credible information that deserve your attention. That's why I choose the cream of the crop every episode, and today is no exception. Today's guest is someone that most of you are already probably familiar with, and I'm personally a very big fan. Her best-selling book, Bone Broth Diet has become an international sensation and has changed the landscape of self-healing through diet. So please join me in welcoming Dr. Kellyanne Petrucci, MSND. Hi again, Dr. Kellyanne. So tell me, now's the time to take stock of bone broth. Is this really a cure-all or is it something that's health or hype? Huh. Well, let me What a just question a- to ask the queen of bone broth, huh? Well, listen, I'm coming in guns fully loaded. I admit that. But the facts don't lie. And when you have a platform like we do, we have to have facts behind us because otherwise we get ambushed. That's just a fact. It's it's the way our, our, our business is. So the reason why bone broth has kind of hooked in to households and it it's staying there and it has Google Analytics shows this is because it really does do what it professes to do. So the category, unlike so many, they start to diminish after a while. They have incremental growth or they can have a a real big growth spurt. And then they start to decline. That's the normal life cycle uh, of concepts, of ideas, of programs, of of a lot of the products. Bone broth just keeps exploding more and more with more brand extensions, more opportunities, more flavors, on and on. Because everything it says it does, it does. And there are a lot of things that I can talk about. I've had a very interesting two decades, interesting background, you know, European studies, studying under Dr. Rao, Swiss medicine, all these cool things that I could talk about. And I actually spend my time preferably talking about bone broth because it pulls so many levers in health. And when you do what you and I do, when you see something that's multifaceted, that hits so many systems of the body and really gives the patient so many benefits, we get, we get really stoked. And so I have been stoked about bone broth since I started doing research and studying for my own needs and studying ancestral medicine, studying primal nutrition and seeing, my gosh, what happened to this food that was you know, available in these bands way back in the hunter-gatherer times that they used to open up the intestines for healing, that, that truly was what satiated them, what kept them healed, what kept them nutrified. Where is it? And I just became, I was on a mission to just really bring it back on the table. But what's so confusing is that there are too many different types of bone broth on the market. So tell me what we look for in a healthy bone broth, and then we're going to plunge right into the benefits. Yeah. So what you want in a healthy bone broth is what we call homegrown. Okay. So you want all natural products, things that are derived from the actual vegetables, from the actual bones. And the most important indicator, if you want to test out your bone broth, is put the bone broth in a bowl, cup, whatever, uh, keep it in the pot. It doesn't matter. Put it in the refrigerator. 
and you want to test the jiggle. I always call it the jiggle test. <laughs> you want to make sure, like you, you, you want to make sure that your bone broth has a nice, beautiful jiggle because that's telling us that that bone broth has gelatin, and therein lies the magic. And so there's many magical aspects of bone broth from a health standpoint, a transformative standpoint, but certainly the gelatin. So what you want to look for is homegrown. So you want to look for things like, uh, you know, the first ingredients are things like water, chicken broth, vegetable broth made from carrot, celery, turmeric, onion, like good aromatics like the turmeric. Um, so you want to look for things like that and you want to watch the sodium. So typically, you know, the high side would be, you know, no more than about 250 milligrams per serving. So you just want to look at the back and you want to look at the sodium and you don't want it, you don't want it to be blown out. Like, you know, somewhere between maybe 10 uh, and 12% is somewhere uh, where your body could handle that salt. And then salt's a whole other story that you and I know about. Salt can kill you or make you well. So you also want to make sure it's a nice, beautiful mineralized salt and not a salt that's going to stay in your body and cause hypertensive problems and other things. So my question to you is, how do we know that the bones are free of heavy metals? <clears throat> there are a lot of studies that show that bones are a repository of strontium-90, for example, and lead. How do you know that bones are a healthy source of these nutrients or non-nutrients? And this is the toughest part because we know that in organ meats and we know that in bones, sometimes there, there is an issue. Here's how you can test. First of all, there's been counter counter-reactive tests to those tests that are saying it's so minute that it's almost, you know, it's, it's, it, it's, it's almost indistinguishable. So there are studies that show one thing and then studies that show another. So it's always like, how do you, what, you know, what side are you, are you basing your truce on? But I will say this, you always, when you're picking things like meat products, when you're picking things like you know, deli meats and things like this, this is where you want to spend your money. This is where you want to spend your time. You really want to get the highest, highest quality available. So your best safeguard, your best bet is you want to get bones that are pasture raised. You know, if you can get game, that's even better. So you want to get the most natural form and get it as close to pasture raised organic as you can to safeguard that. And, you know, I often have blood levels, my blood levels check the various things because I love to learn about biomarkers and how different things influence biomarkers. And I down bone broth. I down it because it's the one food that I feel the healing powers. I literally feel it, which is you know, obviously you have to have passion about it or you couldn't spend as much time talking about it. And I'm passionate about it because what it does for me and what I've seen it do for others. So I have an awful lot of it and, and I have never had an issue with my body holding on to that lead. Um, so you just have to get the healthiest available that you can source it the best you can. So what are the benefits? We talk about healing wounds faster, improving the immune system, uh, improving joint nutrition, what are the real benefits? And what about the collagen connection? Is that something to write home about? Mm. So the benefit is this, and I think everything is kind of superimposed by this one thought or really this one bit of science, which is 
if you get a sunburn and you burn, you know, you burn your skin, you're looking for healing and you're looking for soothing. So we all reach for the same thing, some kind of aloe vera based product. Well, if you think about the gut and the gut, what happens to it over time, even if you've led a crunchy, a crunchy life, as we call it, super clean <laughs> as you can, we're still up against a lot, including our emotions, the, you know, the stress and, and, and including toxic burden that we take on from the very beginning, including environmental burdens that we can't live in a bubble that we are exposed to. And of course, as soon as you denature food in any way, it starts to impact the gut. So there's various reasons why our gut becomes degraded and it becomes less likely to serve you in the way we need it to. So what I love about bone broth is just like that aloe vera goes into the, the gut or goes into the skin and heals it and soothes it as does the gelatin in bone broth do for the gut. It does the same thing for the gut. It goes in and it heals it and it seals it. And this is what we really need. We need our whole microbiome as they call it. We need it to be as healthy and fertile as possible. And the way that we start doing that is to make sure all those interconnections, those weaves that we have through our, through our body, we have to make sure that they're connected properly so we don't get those things like leaky gut. We don't have anything that is gonna walk us down the plank of some kind of autoimmune issue. And, and anytime we have that redness, that heat, that irritation, that inflammation in our body, we know that that is the common underpinning for most of the modern day diseases that we have, cancer, diabetes, obesity, heart disease, all of it. A lot of it stems from inflammation. So our goal as practitioners are certainly my goal. One of the first things I wanna do is if somebody comes to me about beauty or they come to me about aging or they come to me about weight loss, which by the way, that's usually how they find me. They come to me with one of these things. I know my first job. My first job is to get them well because I know once I get them well, it will surprise them that everything else falls into place like dominoes. So the real, thing that you're writing home about with bone broth is this unbelievable capacity that the broth has to actually do what so many things try to, which is heal the gut. And it heals it on a very, very profound and powerful way. And it happens very quickly. And since we know that our body's always trying to regenerate, it's always trying to turn over. It's always trying to actually work for you. That is the innate, innate power of the body. It actually is always thinking of how do I move forward? How do I upbuild? How do I keep myself as healthy as possible? Again, that is the innate natural wisdom. It's, it's natural law. When you put the right raw material in your body, your body is screaming with joy and it starts turning over and mature and creating the healthiest cells possible. And that is when your skin starts looking unbelievable. It's when, and I don't care what you choose to do to your skin or your face or what your routine is. I don't care what it is. You still want to have that foundational beauty. You still want to have the luster and the demeanor of a gorgeous, uh, well, well, well aging skin. And that can only come from within. true health. 
Yes. So my question to you is, it's very confusing out there because there are many different bone broth recipes. So what are the best bones? I mean, is there something better to, to use that has a lot of fatty marrow, for example, maybe some with less fish bones versus veal bones versus chicken bones versus beef bones? What's your, what's your pleasure? The pleasure is whatever works for people, because I try to make this not too hard for people. I really do. Here's what I can tell people. There are certain bones that have more connective tissue than others. And certainly if you actually feet, chicken feet are so full of collagen and they make the broth so frothy and there's so much of this gelatin in the broth, it's pretty incredible. But the larger bones tend to have the most collagen. And things like shank people like, think people like things like ribs, people like things like a chicken carcasses. They love this. This is probably the most used uh, bones out of any because you can make bone broth very easily with a chicken carcass. And it, you just put the whole darn chicken in. You just put it in and it's so easy and it does make beautiful, beautiful broth. And for people who are just starting out, what they're really looking for, or how our nervous system looks as we look for something that's familiar, we instantly start trying to make those connections as, you know, I, where do I know this from? So people start thinking about soup and the soup that they've bought, which by the way, bone broth is an absolute polar opposite to the cans of soup that you can buy in the store. You can't shortcut it that way. So the, can, the, the, the soups in the store are very processed and they've been flash cooked, cooked very quickly. And most of them without any bones and they're pretty denatured in many ways, bone broth completely opposite, completely different. So chicken broth for most people is the most easy transition to starting to get into bone broth and to really love bone broth and to using it on the for the base of many different things. But things like ribs, shank, uh, um, any larger bones, uh, again, more, more collagen uh, and will make your broth frothier, but it's really whatever you enjoy. Also sticking some marrow in there, uh, bone marrow, it's, it's, it makes it very frothy. I just made some of that last night and it said, and I don't know how true this is because it's never been tested out, but I've talked to various people who are true broth brothers that chicken uh, is great for you know healing energy, all of that. But there's something about beef broth that does actually it could perhaps carry more of the gelatin. And it's said to to make your hair shinier for those that are interested. Maybe your teeth a little stronger, mm -hmm. a little stronger. So uh, beef, and then for fish, if you have just had a baby, one of the best things that you can do is is do fish broth. Uh, after I had my children, I had, you know, I had fish broth uh, brought to me. My sister-in-law is, uh, is Korean, and that's very, uh, very well known in their culture that as soon as somebody has a baby, someone is bringing you over fish broth. Oh my because, gosh. Yes. All of the minerals, everything in there is extremely healing to a woman after she has a baby. I cannot stress that enough. Oh, it's certainly that? made a huge difference. Where do you get fish broth, fish bone broth? Do you have to make it? Well, you can make it. Um, they say the non-oily fishes work better, non-oily fishes. But I will tell you, there's one place that makes it um, vital choice. 
Vital Choice. I don't know. Do you know them? They do the yes, um, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yep. So they have really good uh, third-party tested uh, tuna fish. Uh, I get my tuna fish there because I know it's been tested out for and mercury. salmon as that. well. Salmon. I get the red salmon, the salmon, which is excellent. Uh, in the, and so they've tested everything out. That's why I love them. But they actually carry fish bone broth. And so if I were going to buy it, that's where I'd buy it. I have not seen that in the grocery stores. I, I really am starting to see when I first came out with this, my gosh, there was not one, not one single store that carried bone broth. Not one. There was nothing. Mm. And I walk through the aisles now and I, I have to tell you, it's a high. It's literally a high every time. Uh, so it, it's, it's a nice thing to see. But I have not yet seen fish, uh, fish bone broth explode on the market yet. So you have, you've got your own products. Tell my, my listeners a little bit about what you offer. I mean, you're all over the internet. They should very much recognize what you offer, but tell them anyways. Well, yeah, I was very lucky because I sold my companies after Kellyanne. I sold it to a company that is absolutely magnificent and marvelous. And I'm very lucky that they're helping me really escalate my message. But Lovely. Yep. So I got very lucky. So my, uh, my, my latest and greatest and what I'm really proud of, and we, you and I were talking offline before I now have shelf stable bone broth, and this has been something I've wanted for a long time. You know, a lot of people recognize brands like kettle and fire, and there's a, you know, a couple of other brands out there that have, that have done this. And I, it's something I've wanted because consumers really want this. And so it's now available in Whole Foods and the label is very, very clean. And we take- And what is the label, broth. my dear? It's, it's got water, chicken bone broth. It's got- now What is uh, the name of the brand? Yep, it's Dr. Kellyanne's bone broth. And you'll okay. see my picture on the side. I mean, That's does it get any- <laughs> Yep, oh, sorry, Dr. Kellyanne's bone broth. And right now we have chicken, and it's made from uh, slow simmered bones. It's awesome. And I'm super proud of it. Uh, I also have some collagen products that I do. Uh, and just, you know, I, I develop products not to hop on trends. I develop products because I've sat across from women for two decades. And I know where the pain points are. I know the struggles. I'm very familiar with all the struggles. I've had them myself. I've had many of them myself, bone broth for, you know, that was created out of a personal struggle that I had literally hitting a wall when I turned 40 and saying, I, I'm doing everything right. What, what could possibly be wrong? And having all the education that I did in health and being on the clinic floor for a long, as long as I did, it was really frustrating. It wasn't until I understood the body and what it really desired and the healing powers that we really do have before us that I was able to, to, uh, Thank, thankfully, find bone broth, test it out on myself, and then doing tests in other cities and saying, how does this affect everyone? I want to know how it affects different ages and different people from different populations, different environments, different cultures. And it was amazing what I saw. It was, it was that, you know, in nutrition, it's very hard to find one, one size fits all. It's, it's very difficult because there's so many variables to lifestyle. And bone broth was just one of those things that worked so beautifully for everyone. And then I said, well, what if, what if we could, what is the biggest problem that women have as they get older? And for so many, they start to feel like they can't lose weight anymore. And it's, that's based on so many different things. But I thought, what if I could do something I know that worked, which is intermittent fasting, 
and there are pushbacks to intermittent fasting. I'm not mm -hmm. comfortable. It makes me wonky. It gets my blood sugar out of control. It messes with my cortisol. It makes, you know, it, it, it hits my adrenal glands in a way that it should. And it stresses out my kid, a lot of different things. There's a lot of reasons why women legitimately have a hard time doing intermittent fasting. And I thought, what if I could solve that? What if I could use bone broth and solve that? Which is why the bone broth diet, the book, the New York Times bestseller became so popular because I took, I tested out three different cities and I tested out, I said, okay, some of you are gonna do classic intermittent fasting and some of you are going to do bone broth fasting. So in other words, instead of not eating all day, you're gonna step on bone broth. It's gonna help you with your hunger, cravings and crashes because it's so low in calories. It's, you know, all, it's all protein, all nutrition. And anytime something is so full of nutrition and has a lower caloric scale, it's usually a pretty powerful food. So I thought, let me try this out on the, in the fasting. And I did. And we were finding that people had the same results with a bone broth than not eating. And they were comfortable and they were happy and they were healing their gut and their skin was getting better and their eyes were getting clearer and they were having just, you know, their achy joints. Achy joints, by the way, for those listening, it's one of the main things that practitioners see in practice because it's one of the most notorious. Excellent point, excellent point that you're bringing up. Nobody's been talking about that. And so is this a cure-all for aching joints? It would be my go-to. It would be my <laughs> go-to. And I'll tell you why, because I don't want to take the medications out there for, for, for uh, achy joints. They're not fun and they have their, and there's a cost for those medications. Yes, indeed. So I would look for as many ways as I can to look at the root cause, the root cause of our achy joints and the root cause of our achy joints for many and I can't make a blanket diagnosis, but I will say for most people, it's having flame in your body. It's having heat in your body. So we need to quell and calm that heat. And most oftentimes it starts in the gut. And I will say something else about bone broth because it does so many amazing things. Bone broth has in, in it something called glycine. It's amino acid. Mm -hmm. And this amino acid is what I call the oxymoron of nutrition. Why? Because it has this unbelievable ability to be able to make you feel calm, uh, much like progesterone, having progesterone in your body. It gives you this calmness inside, helping you to feel relaxed, less anxious, and, and fall asleep at night. But at the same time, it helps you feel restorative, thereby making you feel more energetic. And also the thing about having glycine and using glycine as a tool to help you lose the bloat, or if you need to lose weight, but what I love about it is glycine helps you hold on to your lean tissue, your lean muscle mass. So a lot of people that are using bone broth as an assisting mechanism to uh, trying to lose that bloat or some, some pounds that they feel that they need to, it's very, very helpful in helping you have a healthy, healthy look. And you don't get that stringy, hollow look mm -hmm. that so many cleanses and so many other things tend to give you because they're, they're missing some things. They're missing some things. So I love the fact that glycine is in the bone broth, helping me feel very restorative, very energetic at the same time, making me feel peace and calm. And I will say that if I were to have a choice, 
between that old, you know, tale of warming up milk or having bone broth at night. I'm going to pick bone broth every time. <laughs> but I love that you're talking about glycine. Now, isn't that an issue with the glyphosate? It can be. It can so, be. So you have to know, you, you, you just have to know, and, and this is where I love functional medicine doctors and doctors that I say that are in the right paradigm that can test things in your body that are really fascinating and kind of nice to know um, about yourself, methylation and just different, how your different processes work and how your body excretes and eliminates things. So you, you kind of know how to charge your life a little bit better. And while that's over the top for so many, a lot of times we know how something's affecting us by the way it makes us feel. So we can never lose that connection to food and how it makes us feel. And pe people ask me all the time about children and you know, how do I have my children? How do I make them eat well when, uh, when you know, they don't understand all they want is candy or all they want? And the answer is really having your child just develop a connection to how food makes them feel. Uh, have them teach them about their bodies. And when they love their bodies, they'll want to fuel their bodies with elegance and really having them understand that connection to food and how it makes you feel. There's a lot of answers there if we just pay attention. I'm still ruminating on the glycine connection. It just seems to me that if people can't sleep at night, a good cup of bone broth will do the trick because so many practitioners are recommending glycine as an amino acid. So that is an excellent suggestion for everybody. So instead of that warm milk, everyone, we've got a nice cup of Dr. Kellyanne's bone broth. Mm -hmm. And I, you, so you can, there's various ways you can buy bone broth. You can buy bone broth frozen. I sell frozen bone broth. They have it in most of the stores now in the cases. So frozen bone broth, and then there's shelf stable bone broth, which is the one I just have coming out in Whole Foods. And again, there are options. And then there's powdered bone broth. So if I were to give you the hierarchy of what I would prefer, so number one would always be making it yourself. Mm -hmm. It's just always going to be the best. You can make it yourself by a pressure cooker, cooks in about four hours. You can make it in a stock pot. I made some um, marrow, I made some beef bone broth last night. I was shooting a video and I thought, let me just make the bone broth on the video. So I have it tonight to kill two burns with one stone. <laughs> I made that over a stock pot over the stove. And my favorite way is making it in a slow cooker. And that's where if you take that rotisserie chicken and you just throw it in the, in, the, in the slow cooker, guys, that's all you have to do. Put some celery, onions, carrots, and you you really don't have to do much. Like you just even just break them with your hands. You know, you can throw the garlic. If you want to put garlic in there, just throw the whole thing right in there. You don't have to even think about it because you can strain it out. You can just work your way around it. If you don't strain it out, it doesn't even matter. And then put one thing that you really love. Like for me, it was always lemongrass. So I would stick some lemongrass in there too. I always call it your, you know, your, your fairy dust at the end. <laughs> so you, you just stick your, your, the rotisserie chicken, uh, you know, celery, onions, carrots. I usually put some garlic in there just because I like it. And then whatever you like, if it's lemongrass or it's nothing, it doesn't matter if you like a real classic taste put water one inch over all of that stuff, put water one inch over all of it, throw the lid on and you've got, you can make your own. So those are your choices. You either make your own. That's always number one. Number two, I would say I like frozen. Uh, frozen can be expensive. 
to travel for those people getting it shipped to them. That can be a little bit expensive, but I love it. Uh, and then the next in line would be the shelf stable. And then following that would be the powder. Now, a lot of people do the powder broth because it's very convenient and they can just throw the powder, the little packets anywhere they go. Uh, so, you know, it's all a matter of what works for you and the hierarchy of nutrition. You know, what I always say is don't get too fixated on, you know, okay, well, I have to have, I, I got to make sure it's frozen because that's, do what you can, because I'd rather have you do it than not do it. So the, I know that the easier it is, the more frequent that you're going to do it. So just be kind to yourself. And by, by being kind to yourself, mean, meaning, means really neutrifying your body with these wonderful whole food options that we have like bone broth, having those, enjoying them and doing the best that you can. Because if you're stressing out all the time about food and how you're getting it, and this, you realize like stress is the number one thing you have to watch out for. That's what takes people down more than anything else. It's the stress. So what I don't want people to do is think I have to be perfect in my food. Just mm -hmm. do the very best that you can. What is the minimum amount of bone broth people can take to feel good? I mean, is there a minimum? Is there a maximum in our last two minutes? Yeah, I my prescription is for people just that don't want to go on programs, they don't want to fast with it, or they just want to get it into their lives. I always say two cups a day. Keeps a the doctor away. Two cups a day keeps the doctor away. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. I love it. My favorite, my favorite bone broth is one that you that you're currently making, and I add some dill to it. I just know oh, I like that dill. Oh, dill is really a nice, you know, you can play around and get really creative this, with this because there's a lot of really cool things you can add to give it different, you know, different flavors. And that's and a, and a, and really a ton of garlic. Oh yeah. Dill and a ton of garlic. But I, I love the fact that you take this before you go to bed and you can sleep better. I'm, I'm starting that tonight, Dr. Kelly. And oh, trust me, you gotta, you gotta write me and let me know what you think. I, I'm, I, I'm expecting an email. <laughs> I, I just I adore it. So what's up next for Dr. Kellyanne Preto? Oh my gosh, you ain't seen nothing yet. That's all I can say. We've I've always got stuff going. I'm constantly, you know, building and growing because the thing is, is you know, I don't want to get comfortable. I want to keep growing and, and serving and building. And you know, that's why I get up in the morning and that's what makes me feel good to, to watch other people have some kind of transformative, you know, uh, uh, reaction in their life or spirit in their life. So I'm just going to keep going. You'll just, just keep watching. Because you'll <laughs> keep watching. And we'll see the wonderful things that are going to happen. So I want to thank you for being my guest. Will you come back, Dr. Kellyanne? Oh, it would be my pleasure. You know, you are a rock star. You are one of my biggest influencers. You are one of my biggest influencers. I just remember reading your material and going, wow, I get it. I mean, to me, you're so profound that I will come back anytime. It's very, very sweet. So I want to thank Dr. Kellyanne and thank my sponsors, Unikey Health, CSHealth.com for being with us every in single episode of First Lady of Nutrition. And stay tuned, my friends, because we've got some of Dr. Kellyanne's friends that will be coming on shortly, Dr. Dave Asprey and JJ Virgin. So have a wonderful rest of your week. Shalom, everybody. Keep well, keep healthy, keep safe. And please don't forget to subscribe and like First Lady of Nutrition podcast. Thank you so very much.